Welcome to Lymphedema Podcast. I'm Betty Westbrook, a certified lymphedema therapist and the voice behind Lymphedema Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to provide answers and explanations for people affected by the lymphatic disease lymphedema. This podcast is for patients, family members, medical professionals, and anyone interested in lymphedema. Each month, I will discuss a new topic related to this disease to help you learn more and navigate better your journey ahead. Between shows, you can catch me on IGTV or Instagram TV, as well as monthly live Q&A sessions. I'm so passionate about teaching others about lymphedema that I created this podcast just for you. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're ready to learn something new today. Disclaimer, as a certified lymphedema therapist, all information provided is based on my professional experiences and education. I recommend that anyone who feels they have lymphedema or have been medically diagnosed with lymphedema seek in-person medical treatment from a certified lymphedema therapist. Welcome back for episode 50 of Lymphedema Podcast. Everyone is feeling the impact of COVID-19 on their lives, and it feels like we're living in the twilight zone sometimes. Uncertainty seems to be everywhere, and everyone has questions that can't seem to be answered very easily. Today, I want to talk to you about the importance of keeping a routine during the pandemic. First, I want to clearly state that this is not coming from a position of judgment, but rather something I really need to hear and practice myself. Many of you may already know that I'm currently pregnant and expecting our first baby in June. I have my own fears and questions right now that have caused my naturally extroverted and busy self to retreat and throw out any trace of a routine or normalcy. Granted, I am in my third trimester and becoming increasingly tired with simple tasks like washing dishes or reaching for anything below my waist, but I can't expect to keep this pace and be ready when the baby comes in 10 weeks. So today's topic is just as much for me as it applies to keeping your routine for your lymphedema care. Second, routines are good for us. Failure to plan is a plan to fail. And I love that quote. Even if you were just seeing your CLT once a month for maintenance, you had a routine. Some listening may have been in the early phase of treatment where they were seeing their CLT for three to five days a week. No matter what your routine was, you likely need to adjust to the current state of things so you don't lose progress or become ill. Let's talk first about what getting out of a routine can do to your lymphatics. One of the first things that can happen when we're out of our routine is inconsistent compression. Sleeping later, staying up later, maybe moving slower in the mornings. All of those things I can admit to. What about you? Many people I've seen in clinic admit to not wearing compression consistently over weekends. I hear things like, I was just having a lazy day. We were so busy around the house, I just never put it on. Or my favorite, I just pulled it off for a minute and forgot to put it back on for a few days. These things happen. You consciously or not forget to wear compression when your routine is off. Making this choice results in painful swelling, increased risk of cellulitis, and ultimately puts you weeks behind when you go back to therapy. The second thing that getting out of a routine causes is loss of progress. Did you know that within an hour, two weeks of therapy can be undone just like that? Meaning if you worked two weeks to decrease from 
55 centimeters to 35 centimeters around your ankle, it could be gone within one hour of being out of compression. What does that do for your mindset? Does it make you feel happy and proud? Or does it make you feel disappointed and ashamed? More than likely, it's a combination of the last two. A shame that you let one hour of so-called freedom steal all your progress. Disappointed that now you have to start over and bandage if your garments don't fit. And overall, disappointed that you haven't made progress again. Every single moment you choose not to wear compression has a negative impact on your lymphatic health and your mental health. Third, when getting out of your routine, it's hard to treat yourself at home. And some of you are experiencing this now for the first time, or you've previously experienced it due to transportation or proximity to your CLT. Daily skincare, self-MLD, pumping, washing, rolling, applying bandages, alternating garments or bandages, the list goes on. But you get my point. You feel alone, but trust me, you are not. There are great resources for online support groups to help you. A few CLTs like me are even available to help you with treatment virtually. Need new garments but can't get to your therapist right now? Ninjas Fighting Lymphedema is a great resource to help you with garments. Ultimately, you will get out of this time what you're putting into it. So you already knew why routine was good before I even said anything, right? Most people feel better when they have a plan for the day and don't spend six hours thinking about all the things they should do, but don't know where to start. If you don't know where to start, I'm going to give you some tips and share some of my favorite tricks for setting and keeping a routine. So when I was in school, I would schedule every minute of my day. Literally, I knew every 10 minutes what I would have to be doing to stay ahead of housework, homework, reading assignments, exercise, and work work. I occasionally threw in a few minutes to see my husband too. (laughs) Just kidding. I set a date night and made a separate 30 minutes after dinner every night just to spend a little time with him. It sounds overbearing, but for that season of life, I had to, or I would have not had enough time in the day. First, when you're setting up a routine, you need to write out everything you do the day before. Starting from when you woke up that day, create a timeline and a list of everything you did up until you went to bed. Sadly, mine would look something like this. Woke up at 8.30, fed the animals, picked up in the kitchen, laid back down from 9 to 9.30, woke up Michael, picked up breakfast at 10, sat outside, had coffee with Michael for about an hour, went for a walk between 11 and 11.30, read on the couch until noon, went for a drive until 1, washed dishes, cleaned the kitchen, made banana pudding, watched TV for an hour, and laid in the hammock for another hour to read, cooked dinner at 6, ate and cleaned up till about 7, sat outside and attempted to make a fire in the new fire pit, took a shower to get rid of the smoke smell from the fire pit, that was around 8, read my book some more, researched some baby stuff, and then went to bed at 11. It's almost embarrassing to me when I read out loud everything I did that day. For someone who works almost 40 hours a week, has many after-work responsibilities, and never seems to have enough time in the day to get it all done, 
I feel lost without a to-do list. This is also a little embarrassing to say out loud, but maybe you feel the same way. The next step is to remove anything that is not helpful or productive. Write out each specific task and what time is best to do it. For me, I would remove any reading before 4 p.m. and replace it with podcast work for an hour, consolidate cleaning to one hour, and add one hour of studying for my LANA exam. Someone who needs to prioritize their self-MLD or pumping may need to add 30 minutes to an hour first thing in the morning and again after their nightly shower before going to bed. If you wear compression, bandages may be washed on Monday, Wednesday, Friday and rolled on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So after you rearrange your timeline and the tasks, take another look to see if it's doable. If something needs more time, make the adjustment. Or if after a day or two you notice you only need 30 minutes for this task instead of an hour, add something fun or some movement to keep you energized. Another thing to consider is that not every day has to be the same. Mix and match tasks as needed. Just knowing that the shell of your day has the same structure will be key in keeping you on track. Rachel Hollis is a role model that I've been emulating for years now. She has the five to thrive list that is so helpful when refocusing on your habits and routine. I know these are going to be out of order here, but here are the five things that she says to do every day to help you thrive. One, show gratitude by writing down 10 things that you are thankful for. Specific things not vague or general things. As an example, yesterday I would have said, I'm thankful for a quiet birthday at home to celebrate my husband turning 34. A vague example would be my husband's birthday. So every day, every morning really, wake up, write down 10 things that you're thankful for, and then look at them again before you go to bed. And every day you write down 10 different things. Two, remove one unhealthy food or drink from your daily life. You already know it's not doing you any good, so go ahead and give it up for 30 days and then see if you still want it later. Three, drink all the water. A good rule of thumb is to drink half your body weight in ounces of water every day. If you weigh 200 pounds, that's 100 ounces of water. Easy enough. Take your weight, divide it by two, and track your water every day. It really does make a huge difference. Four, get moving. Every day, move your body for 30 minutes, no matter what the weather is like or how you feel. Walk inside your house or do a YouTube yoga workout. Anything to move your body for at least 30 minutes every single day, no matter what. Five, spend one hour a day on yourself even if you have to wake up an hour earlier. Do you have a goal you want to achieve? Spend one hour a day working on that goal. Have a side business you're trying to grow? Spend an hour before anyone else is up in your house to work on it. Need some time alone to read and pray every day? Write it down, set the timer, and you'll make sure you'll get it done. These are only suggestions, and everyone has various schedules, responsibilities, and restrictions, but I can promise that if you take the time to set a schedule and follow it for a week, you'll see the positive impact it can have on your life. Mentally, emotionally, and physically, it gives you more freedom in your day. 
I really hope this helps you make the most of your time, not just during this pandemic, but every day in life. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook to see more tips this month for staying productive and on a routine. Mother Teresa says loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. This podcast is here for you to find friendship and a community for your journey with lymphedema. I hope you enjoyed learning more about keeping a routine during the COVID-19 pandemic. Email me with your story if you would like to share lymphedemapodcast at gmail.com or visit the website lymphedemapodcast.com to submit a topic for another episode.